Good morning, good morning. It's Brenda Shoshana Eshen, back with another episode of Zen Wisdom for Your Everyday Life, The Unshakable Road to Love. They're the same, the very same. The more we sit, the more one, everything looks like one, one moment, one, one hug, <laughs> one relationship, <clears throat> one opportunity to step out of our dissatisfaction into a brand new way of being with all of life. What could be better? <clears throat> what could be better? And actually, what could be simpler? You know, it's a strange paradox. The more we simplify, the more we step out of the complication, the confusion, the disturbance, the upset, the feeling of helplessness. We feel so helpless. Masses of news comes at us, and we don't know what's true, what isn't true, what's relevant, what isn't. And most importantly, we don't know what can we do to make things better. And that's a constant refrain for all of us, for everybody. Whatever position you take, whatever side you're on or not on, what can I do to make things better? This is a deep cry within all of us, <clears throat> within our own personal lives, within our community's life, within our country's life, within whatever group we're connected to, perhaps it's our spiritual group, our religious life, our, our community's life, whatever it is, what can I do to change things, to make them better? Now, I want to say something very radical, actually. That comment is based upon the assumption that there's something wrong <laughs> with things just as they are. They have to be fixed. They have to be altered. It's not right. And I should know better <laughs> than the universe, <laughs> than the movement of the stars and the moon and the light and the night and the day. I should be the one or my group should be the one to know better how to make it right, because it's all mess and it's all wrong. And actually what we're saying is what's going on does not please me. And of course, most of the things that go on don't please us very well at all. Not at all. And that makes us feel like we're hit up against the wall, slammed back and forth. And we feel what to do. We feel very, we add on top of our feeling of helplessness, another layer of helplessness, because we don't know how to change it. Maybe we can change it temporarily, but it seems as if these patterns return and return and return. The great return. They return throughout history, if we look at them in a very wide perspective, they return in our personal lives, even when we're very dedicated to practice, and many of us are. These patterns return, certain thoughts return, certain events reappear. So this title of this talk is a very strange title, Step Out of Your D 
dissatisfaction. Really? <laughs> How do we do that? Because, you know, it's very, very big shame and very sad to live a life in which we're constantly satisfied, dissatisfied, <laughs> or looking for what went wrong, or looking for what was not good, rather than all the wonderful, wonderful things that happen day by day, hour by hour. Our focus always returns and returns and returns to what went wrong, what wasn't good. The one little thing they might have said, hmm, we latch on to that, which is a proof that everything else is meaningless and horrible. Just that one negative thing might loom, loom very high. And of course, that focus is what brings such a sense of dissatisfaction, helplessness, and confusion, very confused. And I think that's a very important point to notice for starters. Because when we are satisfied and we see the goodness and we are grateful, we always know what to do then. But somebody might say, well, how can I be grateful for a mess. We all fought, or this happened, or that happened, or this person was upsetting, or whatever, whatever it was. Or they tweeted something awful, whatever it was. So we dwell upon that. It's almost as if there is something within us that wants this constant fight to go on and on, this constant dissatisfaction to continue, continue. And there is something like that going on in many of us unconsciously. And we, these patterns sweep us up. They run us. I'm not saying we consciously choose them, but we very quickly can get swept up into them. And then our focus goes there. And then we are actually, we are out of control. We're out of control of what we're perceiving, what we're dwelling upon and how the entire event goes. Because we're in, we're in the grip of this negative moment or person or whatever, or pattern. And when we're in the grip of it, we fail to see and perceive all around that so much beauty, so much wonderfulness, so much kindness, so much graciousness. It can also be called the wonder, the beauty, the wonder of life, the beauty of the snow falling, the kindness of others, which is really going on simultaneously all the time, but we're not available to it. Or perhaps it's the cry of others for help, the longing that they have for us to be closer to them. We don't really, really perceive that. We don't. We only perceive what's bad and what's wrong. So the way to step out of dissatisfaction is very simple and very radical and very effective. And I would definitely recommend it. It's to stop wanting things to be any different at all. Now you say, well, how is that possible? Because I do want them to be different. Yes, you do. And that's just a feeling you're having. So stop wanting that feeling to be different as well. Just be present. Just observe. Let's start like that. Just observe 
the way it actually is. Now, when you're stepping out of it, like watching a play, you're not in the grip of the scene or the negativity that's in you or in others. You're watching all of it go by. <clears throat> not going to say you're not having reactions to it, but it's different when you're not merged with this situation. You're watching the interactions go on. Just watch them. Let them go on the way they're going on. The play has been written. It's being played out. What's your role in this play for now? Watch it. Become aware of all of it without without all your reactions taking front and center stage. Now, normally, all of our reactions just pour out and we act upon them or they overwhelm us or they just prevent us from seeing the big picture. So your reactions can be there. Just watch that too. Step back from that too. Don't let that take center stage either. Don't expect it to be any different. You know, we have a longing that this person who's always behaved one way is going to be different. There's an unquenchable longing. Just notice that it's a longing and notice how they are. And just notice, notice, notice. Be available to all of it. I even do a little, in my mind, a little bow to it all as if to say thank you. For just being there. Rather than engaging it, rather than hating it, loving it, I'm allowing it to stream by. I'm, I'm watching it. I'm being present to it. But I'm not drowning in it. I'm not drowning in it. And if you just allow that, if one person in that whole scene just is allowing, allowing, that scene itself will change. Just creating that, that space affects everything. Just creating that space for it to be when we're not hating it, clinging to it, engaging with it, fighting with it, <clears throat> it shows its face and drifts away. But when we're all engraved and engrossed in, in, in our objections to everything, it makes it stronger and more intense and more painful for all concerned. What does it mean? Once we begin to do step out of dissatisfaction, once we begin to do that, strangely what happens is we see other things going on as well. We see beautiful moments. We see kindness. We see so much more. And we don't feel such dissatisfaction anymore. We feel opened up. We feel interested. And we even can automatically see new or new responses seem to emerge rather than that we see them. We see them, but also they emerge. Beneficial responses, loving responses. In all moments, that's available to us, but it's blocked when we are so dissatisfied and upset <clears throat> and judging everything and hating everything and, and engrossed, pulled in. You know, there's, it's very important to 
notice how much we're always engaged in what's wrong and not in what's right. There are many, many kinds of exercises to pull our attention out of this pit, a pit of dissatisfaction, because it's a pit, and say, what is beautiful here? What can I give thanks for here in this moment, in the midst of everything that seems like dissatisfaction? All going on around me, I'm breathing, I'm alive, I'm healthy, you're healthy, we're healthy. The sun is shining maybe, the snow is falling. Let's put our attention on many, 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 many moments that are taking place. That's the way to begin to pull it out of the pit of dissatisfaction. I'm breathing. Feel your breathing. We're not even available to simple things when we're so upset. Let's just feel the breath. Feel the air on our face. Let's take our attention off what we think of as so dissatisfying and on to what is so lovely. So somebody might say, well, so what? I'm breathing. So what? So what? The air is beautiful. So what? The snow is falling. So what? But I would say, not so what. Let's put that in its perspective. That's beautiful. Let's put that in our attention. But we make the dissatisfaction very big and all of the goodness around us meaningless. So it's our own way of processing events that intensifies this dissatisfaction. And it is certainly within our own ability to look at it differently, to receive everything differently, to take our attention off one thing and put it on another. What you're thinking, they say, so you are. And I would also add to that what you're attending to, that's what you're going to experience. Now, change your focus. When you're very angry with someone, what good did that person do for me? How can I thank them? Have I thanked them? Change the focus. It's up to you. You know, many of us are in love with being dissatisfied, angry, victims, want to fight. That seems to be the go-to mode, especially these days for so many of us. That is not a mode we have to go to. Change the mode. Change your attention. Change your focus. And your day will be completely different. And the people who interact with you, their day will be different as well. It's very simple. It's not difficult. It it requires two things. Awareness of what's actually happening. That's very important. And the desire to be satisfied and happy and grateful for the moments that we are actually living, having, and sharing together. Grateful. Grateful. Gratitude is a big, big, big healer. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for being here. Thank you.
So thank you for listening to this today. I think it's such an important, important point, especially as the holidays are arriving and all kinds of arrangements may be different than in the years before. People change, life changes. What we need to do changes, circumstances change, everything changes. And we're being faced with so much change these days. And the the routines, the habits, the patterns are something we've leaned on very much. They've been anchors for us. And now many of those anchors are gone, so there's more upset. And when we're upset, we run into this space of dissatisfaction. But the best way to deal with the upset is to find the satisfaction, the goodness, the beauty in things as they are, even if they're very, very different from the way they used to be and the way you remember them. It's all in your focus. Rather than how awful this is, how may I serve you? Thank you for your kindness to me. Maybe not in that moment, but there's been kindnesses that person has shown you. Be aware of that. Thank you for listening very much. It's time to stop for now. Um, the URL for the podcast is zenwisdomtoday.com. And if you would like to write to me or speak to me about anything, my, my email is topspeaker at yahoo.com. Thank you and have a beautiful day. Bye-bye.